1: It really is. It's incredible. You know, Lisa, I think one thing that we don't realize is these moments create our legacy. They don't just affect us. They affect generations. And when do we stop to realize that? Because again, when we're in pain, it's all about us and avoiding that pain or surviving that pain. some degree, you may not have the perfect outcome, but to some degree, you will have an improvement over where you are now because it's not about blame. It's about each person does see some responsibility that they have in it because we all have that.
0: Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator Lisa Koski for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host,
1: Lisa Kosky.
0: Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Doing Divorce Different. I have Kimberly Best with me. She is a nurse who became a mediator, and she is going to share with us all the benefits of mediation and doing Divorce different, a better way, you will feel empowered and you can design your own life. So stay tuned. And if you need divorce mediation, go to lisakoski.com and connect with me. Welcome, listeners. I am so thankful that you're here and so grateful to have Kim Best with me today. She is a nurse. Who has become a mediator, kind of like I'm an attorney that became a mediator. And we have mu- a mutual friend and Susan Guthrie who we were just singing her praises <laughs> before we got on here. But I really want to take this opportunity to get to know Kim and what she does. She I believe that she does a little bit of divorce mediation. She does some elder law mediation, which I also love, but we're going to, we're going to find out a little bit more about Kim and how she came to become a mediator. And then talk a little bit about managing conflict. And that's always a good one. Whether you're going through a divorce or difficult family times, we all need to learn how to do that. And then mediation and its uses. I mean, I am such a lover. You could get me on a soapbox to talk about mediation all day long for any conflict. And then maybe at the tail end, if we have time to talk about some examples of good divorces, because we always like to talk about that on
1: my show. So Kim, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here, Lisa. Thank you. And thank you for the work that you do. Well, thank you
0: for saying that. I appreciate that. It is good work and you do it too.
1: Yeah, there's a reason behind mine. So I know we were talking earlier about how did I get to where I am in this. And uh, it is definitely for me a passion that I never saw coming. So I have been a registered nurse since 1980. I don't practice in nursing anymore. But when I did but I kept my license. So I'm still a registered nurse, yeah. but I practiced in um, every critical care area that there was. I practiced in the trauma unit at the University of Cincinnati, where the football person from the Buffalo Bills spent some time. So that was really interesting to live from afar and see, you know, my tribe there, but ultimately the emergency department. And I left that and went to graduate school in psychology because it's like a war zone working in an emergency department and how just people's psychology, what makes us hit our differences. I mean, so much about people, I, you know, I had the biology part in nursing, had a lot of society part in nursing, and uh, I just wanted to understand what makes us tick more. Well, I ended up going back into nursing because I figured in psychology, it was like watching paint dry, you know, the change. And I'm an ER nurse at heart. No offense to psychologists, because you do great work and counselors too. But yeah, I'm an ER nurse at heart. So I like things that kind of keep moving forward. And then I went through a terrible divorce. I did not know that. You did not know that. After 20 years of marriage, it's not my first marriage, but I had three children from this marriage. Two of them, twins, were getting ready to go off to college, and then I had a surprise when I was in my 40s, and my surprise is now in his 20s, (laughs) but um, just a, a lot going on in life, and it was one of those ugly ones, and... It did irreparable harm to my family. And as I was going through the process, my brother, who was brilliant, said, Hey, have you ever heard of this thing called transformative mediation? And he knows, he's an educator, he knows some mediators. And so he sent me stuff on that. And I went to visit Brooke Bush at Hofstra University and began studying transformative mediation. And then I was just, Awed by the fact that every moment I was learning something about managing conflict that almost none of us learn. I was learning skills and I was learning ways to talk better and listen better. And everything I learned, I was like, wow, the relationships that could potentially be healed, if not, not so broken, if we knew how to do this better. So then I went through more of this terrible divorce. And just felt called to help find an alternative, to be part of an alternative, so that less families would have to be mutilated the way attorneys, and there's no better word, mutilated minds, irreparable damage. I mean, just irreparable damage. And none of it was necessary. All of it was uh, a game. That sometimes gets played and we completely forget that these are humans with more story than the person who no longer wants them in their life you know proposes them to be so i recently ran into another mediator who's been doing it a little bit longer than than i am who actually experienced the same divorce attorney with her spouse that had the same price to her and put her into graduate school for conflict management as well for the exact same reason as me. And it all stemmed from the same attorney, which I thought was what an irony that out of something so broken that this attorney, you know, feels compelled to do the divorce process this way. At least there's two people who are fighting for, lack of better words, um, better alternative and a better outcome.
0: And let me ask you, Kim, so you talked about looking into transformative mediation. Were you doing that during your divorce process?
1: Great question. I probably know because the divorce was final when I went back to graduate school. And I tell people, and this is just true, I am good at my job. I am a good mediator. I'm good at conflict. Unless it's my own. <laughs> because the truth is when we're inside of it, well, I have people come and they almost always, it's like, he's a narcissist. And this person says, she's a narcissist. And the truth is we are all never so narcissistic as when we are in pain. Because mm-hmm. when we're, we're in pain, it's all about us and it's all about protecting us, even when we don't know that we need protected. And a funny thing about that is biologically, because I love biology too, biologically, our response, our brains and our bodies don't know the difference between an insult and someone holding a gun to our head. Both of those responses feel like life-threatening, both of those actions. So our responses are as if our life is being threatened, You're physically inside, the tension, the anger, the protectiveness, whatever we do, it's the same. There's not a, oh, this one's not so bad. It all comes to us with that form of violence. So for that reason, it can be super hard when we're in it, if not impossible, to be that reasonable, nice person that we, you know, probably normally are. And it's interesting that you
0: say that because I am so passionate about helping people when they come to me, I would, I do want to give them the skills so that when they move along, I don't want them to be ever back again doing this. Yeah. And so I actually do a little bit of coaching on that mindset and helping them get through that because, and I know what you're saying about how it's nice to have someone there, you know, helping them. But I want the mediation to do more than be a, I mean, it's wonderful that it's a peaceful way to separate. I want them to learn how to have a better relationship in the future. It's just so important to me. And so I love what you're saying. And I just think, you know, we can talk about mediation and its uses. One of them is to learn how to be a better communicator, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think of all the benefits to mediation, and you could probably go A through Z to those. And one of the things that stands out to me is agency. Like uh, I used to say empowerment, but now it's agency. So you get to choose not only the results you want to some degree, but you get to choose who you are in that conflict. And I think we help offer options for who that is. So maybe often in a litigated case, who you are is, you know, the victim of someone else is horrible, that you have to fight that. But it's always more complicated than that. You know, so in a divorce for us with mediation, it's not about just who you are now, but who you want to be moving forward. The relationship that you can continue to have with, especially for the sake of your children, because <laughs> when you divorce, I mean, the bad news is that person, if you have children, will always be in your life unless it ends up like my divorce. And that's a different kind of pain. Like, it's just a different kind of pain that families can't have some degree of um, sharing space even after a marriage is gone bad. It reminds me of what, what Ken Cloak says when two people hate each other more than they love their children. And do we really want that? Do we want that? Because we have options. Like we can choose to be something else, but it's like you described, we need to have tools for how to do that. And sometimes before we can do that, we have to be heard how painful it was for us. We have to be validated, not blamed. That's another thing I love about mediation is it's never about who's right and wrong. Right. And I almost always see two people that I really like. And when I stand in their shoes, I get where they're coming from, both of them.
0: Kim, so, that is exactly what I tell people when I am sitting over here and I have a client, two clients and maybe one cheated and the other, yeah. I sit here and I love them both. Yeah. And I can, you know, you can have empathy over the situation. It is a beautiful experience. And yeah. even though it's hard and sad, there's beauty in it.
1: There definitely is. It's uh, it's almost, to me, it's almost sacred. It's sacred. I because agree. We're, we're going to mess up. and Good people have terrible moments because we're people, you know. And (laughs) one of my side things about the whole thing between mediation and conflict is, you know, we're more than our worst moment. And we've become sort of, uh, for our brains are wired to do it for one, but another, it's just fast, to label people as their worst moment. You know, he's a liar, he's a cheat, she's a whatever. The truth is, you can be honest 99 times, You can be trustworthy 190 times, and that one moment seems to somehow erase all the good that you've done, you know? And is that fair? Because it requires us being perfect to never have that moment, and who among us is. Right. Amen. So, yeah, I've seen really good people do things they really regret and want to make better and why do we struggle so hard to make that opportunity even possible? Right. So when
0: you think about mediation and its uses, what's in
1: your head? Well, an alternative to, gosh, there's so much in my head. That. An know. alternative to, a, to well an opportunity for connection, an opportunity to have an outcome that you can look back on and maybe even be proud of. The agency and empowerment, an opportunity to have a voice, an opportunity to heal. But most of all, I think an opportunity to design your own life. And that is in how you do it and the outcome. And uh, it takes coming from a place of calm and uh, long-term thinking instead of maybe just revenge and getting even. You have to get past that to do that But like a lot of things, I think it can be the fine line between hope and regret. Mediation can. That is hope for a better outcome. Hope for the best outcome you can have versus regret for going down paths that you just can't get back. That was so good, what you just said right there. I mean,
0: empowered. You have a voice. Design your own life. Hope. You know, I mean, those are, I love how you just described mediation because I don't know that I can always put it in words that are, you know, that exp- explain it that well. That is amazing. And Thank you. It's such a, It's such a wonderful tool, not just for divorces, but for elder law issues. I have helped so many people and I wish they knew more about it when they're fighting about the care for mom. If you can get that whole family together, sit in a room and they get, have their voice. And then the other people get to understand their issues. It's That's beautiful. right. It's
1: it beautiful. really is. It, it's incredible. You know, Lisa, I think one thing that we don't realize is these moments create our legacy. They don't just affect us. They affect generations. And when do we stop to realize that? Because again, when we're in pain, it's all about us and avoiding that pain or surviving that pain. And it's hard to have foresight then. But these decisions, this anger, this getting even, this demonizing, it, it changes the trajectory of a family's entire future. Mm-hmm. You know, can you imagine what that would look like if there was healing instead? And I don't, I honestly believe that no matter if we talk about, you know, successful mediations or failed mediations and what those look like, I can honestly say that if people stay present to some degree, you may not have the perfect outcome, but to some degree, you will have an improvement over where you are now. Because (laughs) where you are now, we can hide it. We can stuff it. We can do anything but address it. And it's going to be eating at it. And it isn't easy to sit in a room and walk through these things. And part of walking through, because it's not about blame, it's about each person does see some responsibility that they have in it, because we all have that. And then we can design a new way forward. And that's why for me as an ER nurse that works better than psychology, because it is all about designing a better way forward. Not staying in the past. We have to acknowledge the past. We have to, you know, try to heal the past. Maybe there's some restoration or apology that can happen in there. But ultimately it's about how do you want to write your story moving forward? So good, such good information.
0: Okay, now I have to ask you about examples of good divorces because my listeners, I know they want to have a good divorce if they can.
1: Oh, I really like that. So the truth is not everybody does want that, right. at least in the moment. I have seen some incredible, thank heavens, because we get to see the opposite of that as well. But I, I've seen families, I've seen adults really trying to ponder and work out a way that they can disrupt their children's lives as little as possible, including how about we let the kids stay in the house. The parent who has the child that time stays in the house with them. Maybe we share an apartment. Well, this will work long-term when other new people come into life. But for now, we'll share an apartment. When you're with the kids, I have the apartment. When you're not, I am. I mean, even to consider that means you have the kid's best interest in heart. I have seen people decide... Rather than fight over this amount of money, I will literally give you that fight so that we can move on peacefully. I know I could get more in the way of things if I fought you for those, but I put more value on my relationship with the kids and our relationship having enough that I know I can start over and build more if I need to, and I'm not going to risk it with the kids. And I love that you said that you put more value because that
0: is one thing that I ask my clients. I send out a little video before we meet, and I want them to really know what's important to them and what they value because that is going to be the, a driving force because this is your agreement. And when I have, I have most beautiful clients and I'm going to be starting to get some of them on my podcast to talk about how they've done this better. And it's not easy, but when they are so focused on their kiddos and even if they don't like each other very much, if they can stay focused on them. And you know what? Even if you don't have kids, like you were saying, I mean, there is, you can feel
1: proud of how you handled it. That is worth a lot to me. You gave me goosebumps. There are no words for that. You have to know that to look back again. With the lack of regret, you can't control the outcome of what the other person is going to do, but you can always control who you're going to be in the process. And at the end of the day, nobody can take that away.
0: Yeah, so so true. And then I was thinking of another thing. So much more important for the two parents who love their kids to make the decisions about their kids if they can Mm -hmm. do it together than a judge who I'm sure has the best thing in mind, but he doesn't know your kids. That's correct. So for parents to be able to put aside and do it for their kids is amazing and beautiful. And I just value those. That's why I love my clients so much. (laughs)
1: I do too. I do too. I was saying, you know, I'm working with some that are struggling, even though they have kids, it's because an attorney driven process Uh in their case that is making things harder. And I was consulting someone, you know, I don't, that distance between them at the risk of their future relationships will will affect their kids, not might, but will affect their kids and I was talking to a very renowned mediator, and he said, well, Kim, you obviously care more about, in this moment, their relationship moving forward than they do. And I paused for a moment, and I said, you're right, because it's so easy to lose sight of that when you're in there. And maybe that's something that's part of being a mediator, is that what they really value, you know, can be lost sight of for All the things that'll make it go sideways, family. You know, I say when you get on the divorce train, the whole world conspires to keep you on that train. I, that is so true, and I really want to change
0: that story. I want to move in a different direction. You know, and one thing to let you know, what I try to do with my clients is, if I see that happening when we're, you know, if they're going astray, I start talking about the kids. You know, tell me about, or just have that picture there for them, you know, and I always tell parents when your ex calls you, if they bug you, have a cute picture of your kid pop up for their face (laughs) so that they can be softened. You can be softened by, oh, this is about my kid. Keep it focused on my, that is just, and go easy on yourself when you fall apart and it doesn't work because you got to love yourself too. And it isn't easy, but it is such a better way. So, and I'm just watching, the clock is ticking away. I can't (laughs) believe this. I love getting to know you. You, you Likewise. Hey, I just wanted to pop in here quick before this whole thing winds down. And I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan. You will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will Be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, check on my online courses, and sign up for the Parenting Plan course now because when parents work together... They can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. So in line with me, and I'm excited to continue to know you better. But Kim, (laughs) as we roll to the end, I always like to ask my guests for one little tidbit or a key takeaway, something that my listeners can do right now to have a better life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that opportunity. So I think one of the things is you said right now, my words are going to be two. It's for now. Where you are is just for now. You will not stay there. It can get better. You have to take the right steps or there's a broad range of right steps. There's not one right path, but it is for now. So even your hurt, your disappointment, it is for now. The people that I talked about who made hard decisions for the sake of the family, you know, it hurt them a lot to make this because it can feel like losing. But I followed up with them years later, some of them, and said, would you have done everything different? And 100% was, no, I know I did the right thing. So where you are is for now, it will get better. And then when it feels overwhelming, I also use a part of me. So to describe things as parts a part of me sees my spouse as, or I see a part of my spouse as, instead of making everything a global problem, even inside yourself, make it a part because we always feel more than one thing at a time. That is a
0: great tool that I definitely want to share. And I'm so thankful that my listeners got to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, oh. Lisa. Kim, okay, so you are Best Conflict Solutions. Is Mm -hmm. that where people find you?
1: That's exactly where you can find me, yes. Kimberly Best or Best Conflict Solutions. So if
0: someone's looking for a mediator and you are located, I didn't say this at the beginning, in Tennessee, is that correct?
1: I am, but thanks to Zoom, I get to work anywhere. I know, don't you love it? I do love it. I get to meet a lot of people this way. I do love it. It's a blessing. The blessing of COVID, I guess. The only good thing that came out of COVID <laughs> is what I said. I know. <laughs> uh,
0: I know. I agree. We get to connect with people all over. Yeah. Well, Kimberly, we're going to have all your information in our Thank show you. notes so people can connect with you. But I just want you to know I am so grateful that you were here today. And I just I'm thankful that you're doing the work helping people that you've been through something hard and you want to make a difference. And that means so much to me. And I know my listeners too. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, Lisa. I think you're incredible. And it's been an honor to be here. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Before I
0: go, I just want to let you know some exciting nudes. In addition to my online parenting plan course, I now have the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork course. This course is going to hold your hand through the mediation process and the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork. It's easy, effective, comprehensive. You will have what you need to file for divorce with this course. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.